Good morning and happy Monday, RSL Nation. I am Miles Dunn, and you are listening to this week's RSL Soapbox Stand-Up. MLS Soccer is back, and match day one is in the books. Real Salt Lake kicked their season off Sunday night in balmy Houston, Texas against the Dynamo. After what was a somewhat underwhelming offseason in terms of player acquisition, coupled with a spat of injuries to the team during the preseason, we saw a less than preferred starting 11 in this one. Given the personnel available, coach Pablo Mastroeni put together a hodgepodge of players in a 3-5-2 formation. On the topic of injuries and absences, RSL was without the services of difference makers Rubio Rubin, David Ochoa, Aaron Herrera, Everton Louise, and Nick Bessler. Bessler, Rubin, and Ochoa were recovering from injury. Herrera was serving his one-game suspension for his red card in last season's Western Conference Final. And in stranger news, Everton Louise was waiting on a visa to be able to work in the USA. We did get to see, however two new RSL players get their first starts. In recently returned Tate Schmidt and recently acquired free agent Steve Caldwell. We were also able to see recent FC Osberg loney Sergio Cordova sub in during the second half, as well as Real Salt Lake's third round draft pick from the 2022 Super Draft, Jasper Lofelsend. In terms of the results itself, RSL came away with the draw earning a road point and shutout in the process. All positives that we can build off of. However, the performance was shaky at times, and very little meaningful offense was created. RSL finished with only 38% possession, 8 total shots, and only 2 shots on goal. Their passing accuracy was a mundane 78%, which was a continual problem last season as well, and they completed only 356 total passes to Houston's 579. The most glaring performance discrepancy for me, though, came from the five-minute possession intervals. Soccer matches are broken down into 18 five-minute intervals. RSL was only able to win the majority of possession in only four of those 18 intervals. Even more concerning is that those four intervals were the first two intervals of the match and two of the last three intervals of the match, meaning that RSL only controlled possession for the first 10 minutes and roughly the last 10 minutes of the entirety of the game and nothing in between. The soccer wasn't much to look at and the match was mostly boring for both sides, but the result stands as a good result for RSL. You always are okay with a point on the road, especially to start the season. After match day one, for Western Conference standings, RSL is in 8th place in the West on one point. Four other teams also drew, four teams won, and five teams lost. Speaking of losers, RSL will host its first match of the season at Rio Tinto this coming Saturday, March 5th hosting none other than RSL's previous team captain, Albert Ruznak, and the Seattle Sounders. Seattle is widely accepted as the team to beat this year for the Supporters' Shield and MLS Cup. Despite all their firepower, Seattle did sputter in their home opener, losing to Nashville, a new, recently joined Western Conference team. My guess is that tired legs from Champions League 
probably played a big factor for Seattle. There will be lots of storylines to follow with former RSL men Albert Rusnak, Freddy Juarez, Craig Weibel, and Garth Lagerway all working or playing for Seattle. It will certainly be a tough match for RSL, especially if they can't figure out their formation and offensive identity quickly, as well as obviously get healthy. That's it, folks. It's a short one. It was a late-night Sunday match, quick turnaround on the pod, but we hope you enjoyed it. While soccer is a wonderful reprieve from the world, our thoughts, prayers, good vibes, and everything else people send all turn to the people of Ukraine. We hope for peace and diplomacy and for the fighting to stop. May peace prevail now and always. Thanks, RSL Nation. We'll see you next week.